there's lots of talk going on uh, with uh, in terms of vision and uh, with with an election year, certainly municipally. And it's interesting to see Blue Mountain Village Association stepping up with some of their views and some of their ideas. Joining us is President Andrew Siegwert. And Andrew, uh, you guys are taking an active role in in local politics. Yes, absolutely. Good morning. It's great to be here with, with both of you. Uh, yeah, we really felt that it was important that the business community come together and share some of our thoughts and perspectives on uh, the vision for our community. We call it Vision 2025. Um, it extends a little bit further than the election cycle. We think we're at a period and a time where we need to start talking about what our future is going to be. And, you know, businesses in particular, we're often uh, working uh, every day, um, <laughs> managing our teams, planning what's going to happen uh, tomorrow, next week, next month. And sometimes we can't be as engaged as, as many other citizens groups. So we really wanted to put the voice to the business community and make sure that we're weighing in. It's interesting that you chose 2025. Uh, you know, the business cycle, a lot of them are in the, that five-year plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you looking at trying to to look at governance the same way you manage a business? Yeah, that's a really good question. It's always important to have a plan for a period of time so mm-hmm. that you can measure it, evaluate it, um, and be successful, right? right? That's how you are a high-performance entity. But you always have to be looking a little bit further out, and you need to have a broader worldview. Sometimes, you know, we all we all talk about this. You have a plan, you stick to the plan, and if you have your blinders on and you're not looking at the what's changing in your community right. or what's happening around you, that plan is, is useless. Um, likewise, when you have an election cycle of every four years, sometimes we see local governments focus focusing on that mandate and that time frame when in fact the decisions they need to be making or the leadership they need to be bringing to the table has to have a wider time frame. So when we said Vision 2025, it was with a fair bit of purpose. Mm-hmm. Let's think a little bit broader than today, but let's not think 30 years down the track yet because we think in the next five to seven years, the community and in fact the region probably has to work on a, its vision for the next 25 to 30 years. Right. And the only way we can really do that is by doing it together. Residents, businesses, different municipalities, local uh, or, or the, the regional uh, counties, etc. And we're probably, no, we're not probably, we're definitely at a point where we need to do that. Mm. And that's not always on the plates or the radars of our elected councils, of our, sta- our staff who work it's very not the hard hot every topic day. Buttons. Yeah, even, even associations like mine or local chambers of commerce. I mean, we're focusing generally on the needs of the here and now. Right. Um, but we're at a point where we need to be doing both. We talked about the uh, Vision 2025 before, and, and you broke it down very succinctly into four different segments, and you called them pillars. Pillars, yeah. It, to be very quick about it, um, sustainable growth in our economy and diversification, um, allowing people to move freely within our region through transit, better roads, cycling, active transportation, moving people around. We do not want to be in a situation where we end up in a community with gridlock. I don't believe we're there every day. I think at certain times throughout the year, traffic is more intense, but we have to be thinking ahead. Uh, Lots of discussion in the local election campaigns about Highway 26 and what's going to happen. And it's interesting. I believe those conversations are happening in small little silos on each municipality's portion of that. Mm. But really, it's a system and a network that, it, that, that connects us all. And I don't know that we're looking at it from that broader perspective. Active transportation is another one. So cycling, road uh, pathways, etc. Um, 
I've talked about this with you a lot, attainable housing and the right mix of housing for everyone in our community and particularly attracting young families. Um, And then, you know, the fourth pillar, which is probably the most important, is effective leadership and good governance. And that's not a sexy term. (laughs) In fact, it's a lot of hard work. But uh, organizations, whether it's city councils, whether it's local industry associations, not-for-profits, charities, we need to uh, up our game on the governance side so that we are running more effective organizations. There's a lot of passion in our community, and a lot of people are coming together because they want to make change. But what I observe often is that we, um, we come together, we have great ideas, we do a lot of talk. Um, but we need that governance model and structure to take that talk into action. And I believe that we believe that that's next level for our community is really fine tuning and sharpening those those entities. So those. Are the, yeah, absolutely. And it, it makes total sense to me. Um, in terms of sustainability, though, in, in terms of moving forward on this vision mm-hmm. 2025, how do we move it forward? How do we get that engagement? What's the next steps? Well, the next steps is let's get through our election cycles right. and let's uh, see what all of our candidates have to say about what uh, what they believe is, a, is the vision and the, and the priority. And then let's get engaged and ensure that those things uh, happen. I also think that when we're doing our, our local candidates forums, when we're, I know there was a very successful one here in Collingwood last night. Yep. Let's ask questions about the future as well as questions about what's happening in my backyard. Sure. And I think if I can be very blunt, that future-looking change is going to happen when residents and citizens and everyday people start asking those higher-level questions and start demanding of our, of our leaders, well, where, where are we going? It was interesting last night to most of our uh, candidates for the mayor and deputy mayor, mm-hmm. uh, who are, you know, all of them displayed great leadership, but they all mentioned that it, you know, it's about finding out what the people want. Yeah. A lot of them were turning it back to, we need to discuss this. We can't just start making decisions. We got to discuss this. Are you in favor of that? Or does that say to you a lack of leadership? I'm going to go, I'm going to find a, a political halfway point to <laughs> okay. be, to be uh, politically correct, but actually, no, I won't do that. Uh, I do think it is a lack of leadership. I think at the end of the day, we know probably 75% of what the community wants because we hear it every day. Or if we don't hear it expressly, we are getting, good data and insights that drive us. So I'm going to give you an example. Recently, there was a a dust-up with uh, cyclists and motorists. Um, It got a lot of attention. In fact, it was covered on the front page of the Toronto Star. Mm -hmm. So our, uh, you know, dirty laundry was out there across Ontario. That's a warning sign, and that's an indicator that we might have some issues within our community. So we don't need a lot of consultation, uh, discussion. We know there's a problem there. So the next step on that one isn't to, is an example, discuss all the problems. The, the opportunity is to recognize we have an issue, and let's put an action plan together to try to address it. So if those discussions are geared toward action... Kind of like our labor supply task force, Mm -hmm. which was built not to just talk about problems, but to chart a course for action. I think that's going to get better. So um, I think if we're really listening, we have a good sense of what uh, our communities want. Maybe we don't like what we hear sometimes, but I think vision 2025 and going forward is we really need to understand what those pressure points are and where where we're aligned and maybe where we're not aligned. And we have to, we have to, to address that together. 
if folks want to find out more about this Vision 2025 and, and some of the, the viewpoints that you and the folks at the Blue Mountain Village Association have, where should they go? Well, uh, we do have a web page. I apologize. The URL is way too long. But bluemountainvillage.ca slash membership slash TOBM 2018 election. And maybe we'll tweet that afterwards so people can Perfect. find it on your, uh, on your yeah. Twitter feed. We'll throw a link on our Facebook page as well. Yeah, amazing. Andrew Seward, thank you so much for joining us on Talk of the Town. Thank you both.